John John. How are you guys doing today? Good morning. It's so nice to be back. So nice to be back. I have missed you and I have so many amazing things to tell you about. So whenever we can start. Oh my God, you really, I I cannot wait to see your face when I tell you about them. It's the face part. I cannot wait. It's going to be the best part. And I think I may need to record my screen for it because that's how good it's going to be. Like I may have to screen flow that shit. That's how good it is. Look at her face now. She's already like, wow. Um, I mean, it's better than anything you could tell. And you went to London. That's how you know it's good. Well, why don't we get yeah. into that? So let's 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 put our best foot forward. We want to play a Should game. We? Yes, we're going to well, play. For, don't you want to apologize first for the two mini podcasts that we put out while we were gone? Because I did listen to them and I was disappointed in us. So we're not phoning it in what? anymore, friends. How, we how phoning da- first it. of all, what? how dare you? I thought the the first mini episode was hysterical. I just thought negative. I'm I represented the U.S. in another country altogether, Do and you- I understand this show it's sometimes it's negative it doesn't mean negative does not mean bad this is not a fluffy show this is a show no we are we are not fluffy no this is a show that that deals with reality and real feelings and real observations yes i thought this second i thought the first episode was amazing the second one was also good i will not apologize for them i wear them as a badge of honor okay 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 Dear listener, I hope you like them. So, but we're back to let you know. I we're, could really we're back to down. disappoint you in down. person. Do, 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 do you love me? Do you love me? <laughs> do, All right. I mean, come on, John. <laughs> yes, I, I did. Nope, oh, that was too low. Dance. Hey. <laughs> work, work. Uh, sorry, okay, we better stop this. Honestly, All right. I'm sorry to the listeners. Let me just apologize because it went it went too long. All right, so here's the game. The game is Name That Activity. It's an audio game. All right, so what I want you to do is name the activity and name where it's happening, okay? It's going to be Melissa against Jessica. All right, uh, let Missy go first. (laughs) But I already know the answer. Well, I tell you what, you really can't. You don't know how this works, do you? You really don't understand what I'm trying to do here. I do. No, you don't. Because let you just go, said, Jess. Let him just go. said, okay, yeah. all right. So let's go with the first sound. All right, you ready, Melissa? I am ready. Okay, here's the first sound. Okay. Um, do I get choices or am I just telling you I'm torn between childbirth or taking a dump? Because those are not sex noises. <laughs> you don't think they're sex noises? Um, I have uh, one more clip of the same thing. Here it is. Oh. <sighs> She thinks it's childbirth. I never thought of that. She's taking the dump. No way. You think so? Why do you think that? 
thought I just heard water. I thought I just heard a water sound. You did. So you know where it's happening then. All right, so let's I, let... Let's... There are spectators, so I'm really... I'm thrown. Okay, so what we wanted to do is we wanted to... This actually is not a game. I'll let nope. Jessica explain what that was. Look at her face. She's... <laughs> I thought we were starting talking about vacations and all of a sudden either uh, something given birth in we'll, a pool. We'll get into vacations. <laughs> we'll get into vacations so, in a second. So I'm at podcast movement. Yeah. I am at the booth. I have to pee before the flood of people start coming in. I run into the bathroom, which is like not even 20 feet outside of the expo hall. The bathroom is empty. I sit in the first stall because as we all know, the first stall has the least amount of germs. I think Dr. Nobody no goes me. there because nobody goes there. Yeah. Because nobody goes there. Right. Within 30 seconds, a woman comes into the stall and sits down next to me. And that's what I start hearing. At first, I thought she must be in pain. So I think to say, are you okay? But I don't because then it started sounding a little bit more like I wasn't sure what was happening and if she was in pain because I couldn't hear any pooping noises or any farting noises or any peeing noises at all. None. Zilcho. Then I thought, if she's doing what I think she's doing and I leave this stall and I try to tell the story, no one's going to believe me. I better record it. Ugh, did she rub one out in the middle of podcast movement in the bathroom? That's the face I was looking for. At 10 a.m. in the morning? What in the stall right that? next to me in an what open bathroom. What motivated that? That is the exact face that I was wearing when I came out of the bathroom. And Elsie was like, what, <laughs> what happened to you? What Are you okay? And I was like, no. Who did this to you? <laughs> no, I don't know. I still don't know. You I didn't tried... camp out outside that bathroom and wait to see who on yes, earth? Yes, I did. But unfortunately, I am a person that kept getting interrupted in my stalking. So like people were standing, like I was trying to look like I was on my phone outside the bathroom to see who would come out. The person didn't come out. People kept coming up to me. How are you? Nice to see you. And I didn't, you know, it's difficult. So then I go back in for a second to pretend to wash my hands. And I did see a bag on the floor, pants on the floor, feet. But like, that's, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't find this. Per- I've Listen, I have looked through the hashtags of the event to try and find either the bag or the pants or the shoes. And I've not been able to. You need to keep sleuthing. I know it's been a while, but you need to figure this out. Dear, dear fellow podcasters, who are you and why at 10 in the morning did you feel the ne- Oh, no. I can't no. imagine one person at that conference, even the hottest possible people, who oh. could inspire such behavior. Oh, I thought you were going to say even the hottest people. I don't just even gets care never if Brad the- Pitt is starting a podcast. You don't just rub one out in public at the at a 2,000-person conference. It was nuts. At 10 in the morning. You've been up for like three hours max, you know, getting your breakfast on. And so that to me rings of somebody who can't control this, right? It's obviously so. Like an addict. Someone else said possible addicts. So did you look for masturbatory addicts podcasts booths around where you were sitting? Because that's the direction I would have gone. What kind of sleuth are you? <laughs> Come on, you gotta figure this out. What are you doing? I'm not a Networking? sleuth. I just what I'm trying to say to you is That's impressive. Uh I no, I guess what I'm trying to say perhaps we told her about this in the wrong way, because we did the punchline first. I, I thought it would be better to surprise her with, with it and then let her 
hear it first and then try to figure it out, see if she could figure it out. Yeah, she yeah, I like thought that. she thought somebody was pooping, which yeah, no. I was. I said I think she only not. thought that because you could clearly hear, hear it was a bathroom and it and people in the background, right? Mm-hmm. But see, so. I'm at- so now the question, so then I tell my friend Sophia, who does the Vagina Chronicles, a podcast, and her her assessment is this. First, she says, that must have felt very violating for you, and so I just want to hold space for that. And I was like, thank you. And she said, you were an unwilling participant in whatever it was this person was doing. And I was like, yes, yes, I was. She said, that said, there are two kinds of people. The first kind is the type of person who would just leave. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Check. You were not that. She said the second kind is the kind of person who would stay. And record. And she, she didn't even say the record part. So she said, so then you became a willing participant in what was happening. And I was like, honestly... I will give you that. But there was so much going through my head that it was not that I stayed for sexual reasons. Although I'm not Freud and subconsciously something could be there. But um, first I thought, what the fuck is that? Then I thought, no one will believe me if I tell the story. Then I thought, other people are coming in the bathroom. If I leave now, they'll think it was me. And so I kind of panicked. Also, I'm at a podcast convention. I'm rec- I have recording on the brain. I have audio on the brain. Really, I was recording it because I was like, I know Elsie won't believe me. It was Elsie. I was like, Elsie and John will never believe. Who would believe? If you had that happen to you. So let me just ask you, either one of you. What would you do? I would have kicked rocks. I would have gotten out of there pretty quickly. You wouldn't have been like, shut the fuck up. Stop that. Absolutely not. Who am I to interrupt somebody else's pleasure? I'm confused by it. I'm intrigued by it. I didn't know that I was. I I actually wanted other people to validate that they were not pooping. Also, like, was it just me? I actually had to. I didn't listen to it again until 2 p.m. And then I was like, did I really hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really heard that. All right. For me, I definitely would have recorded it. And then, it, <laughs> and then okay, afterwards, see, I would have left the recording you. on, and I would have said, "So how was it? Did it was it good for you?" And I Even would have in a guy's bathroom, not no, a women's no, bathroom. No, 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 of course not. I, I, no. Oh, so you, if this was you in my position, right? You in your position? Yes, I would have had to follow that up because you no, know me. No, but if you had heard. <laughs> or all those I'm hiding my ejaculate con- like sounds in a bathroom, you would have recorded that? No. As a male, no, I would not have recorded it. I'd have said, dude, really? So as a hint of a perv, you want in on it. But as a, as in Jessica's position, if it were your same sex, if you're, you're out of there. If I'm just, well, yeah, there's a difference between a man and women. I don't know why. Don't ask me to explain it. But there's a difference. Well, we know what the differences are. Okay. So if I gross. was Jessica, yeah. Men are gross. Exactly. <laughs> Duh. Right. Yeah. So, right. So, I, if I was Jessica, I would have recorded it. And so I would, I would have had to have so that. So you're proud of me. I would have had to have said something to get her reaction that people are actually listening and she's not in a sound. I have proof. a feeling she knew. Otherwise, she would have chosen the back corner bathroom stall. 
Because well, you could walk in. It was an L. You could. There were private ones way, way, way in the back. She chose the next one to the door. It but might also, be her kink. There's, there's a degree of that's public. I mean, I know it's a private bathroom. No, it's too, public. But it's Absolutely. a public restroom. You're choosing to partake in a private event in a public place. So you're. she's got a hint of exhibitionist in there too, which again, no judgment here. I'm fine with it, but I definitely would not have recorded it. I would have been like, okay, I've done what I came to do. You're clearly not finished. I'm going to let you do Melissa, that. Take care. Imagine yourself telling me about this. And me. And I would. I mean- how many times did you want to go through the whole, maybe this, maybe that, maybe she was in pain, maybe she was giving birth, maybe there was someone in there giving her the old D. I didn't want to have that conversation. When somebody did that to me, I just went, here you go, I recorded it. And I let them hear and they were like, oh, it just solved all the problems. Maybe I've been doing this too long, but as soon as I heard that, I would have pulled out my recorder to record it because I'd have said, this is a segment on my podcast. I would definitely, so. this is... This is show content. I, I would have been my first thought because I'm at the booth and Elsie, I see Elsie. She comes, I was at the booth. So Elsie comes back. She goes, oh my God, Jessica really has to tell you something. I go, yeah, what? She's like, oh, I can't tell you. Jessica's got to tell you and you won't believe it. <laughs> so I said, well, why can't you tell? She goes, oh no. And she goes, and it will not be a subject on our show. So I'm like, no. okay. All right. I get that. So then, I do appreciate you saving smut for me. Well, I, do I mean, that. who else could appreciate? I appreciate it. As much it. As you. I do. So then, the when Jessica Jessica told me the story, I'm like, "You're right. That's not for she podcast, but that's definitely for brilliant observations." You kind of disappoint so what did me. What I do? I sent it right to you. Right. You kind of disappoint me in respect that you didn't get a picture. Like I'm a picture taker because there I was nothing tell... to take except for my knees. Melissa, are no, you kidding me? No, you would have I mean, ran would... out of there. You wouldn't even have audio. I applaud Jessica for having audio. I would audio. not have had Thank audio, you. but I would have waited outside that bathroom and I would have taken a picture of that human and been like, girl, proud. Hi high five. Oh, did Wait you wash? Minute. Don't high five. Please tell me you washed. How about a knuckle bump? Yeah, <laughs> still no. I don't know if she, she sounded knuckle deep. Like, I do not know if that's what I don't want in on any of that. I, I would have been curious to see face, but I guess I don't think to record other people's um, joy, private joy. Well, joy. I, joy. Again, there is so many different kinks out there, and that might be one of hers where she likes to do that in a public bathroom and have other people hear her. That was definitely a choice she made. And as much as I respect her right your friend also said it, Jess. She made you an unwilling participant. Part, but then you became willing. But before well, that. But not exactly. No, it was more show yes prep no. than anything else. Staying right. and recording makes you willing. I would have no, I would have watched and run. It's not my it business what she's does. doing. Although she is in a pub. Yeah, I'm torn. It's public. Um, that's gross either way because I'll tell you, I have used my fair share of public restrooms I don't want to touch even myself in a public restroom. I don't want to touch anything in there. I don't want to touch anything. It was, and I'm. It was very clean to her defense. It was very clean in there. I guess I, I don't know why I'm defending her, but I feel the need to. So if it was there. stinky, you don't think she would have done it? She's like, oh, my God, what a nice, clean bathroom. I think I'll rub no, one out. I don't think she thought it at all. She came in and immediately started moaning. I wonder wow. how that happened. I, I guess my first thing. I know. Thing, that's the part. Like, it's who did she, like she see? Watching, 
It's not like she was watching an episode of Outlander. Or any porn. Right. Or Outlander and had to get, I can't make it back to my room. Oh my God, here's a bathroom. What could have transpired? Well, maybe she saw somebody that was a, you know, she was a big fan of. She saw him in person and it it was like. uh, Stop it. John Lee Dumas or. Stop it. You know, a famous podcaster that she had to go in and, and fantasize about. Stop it. I don't know. At 10 in the morning after seat. No, that's crazy. Maybe she it's, like brushed past Mark it's Asquith. It's lunacy. It wasn't it lunacy. a night. There was no context. It's a business conference. There's nothing sexual happening. We're all trying to like work on our podcast together. It's not exactly a room of supermodels. Not that there's like, you know, not that there aren't attractive podcasters, but you know, it's not the first thing you think. They're not a salacious bunch. There's no scandal really happening. I don't know of any time someone's like well, you say there's up at a conference no or even scandal, cheated on but... a spouse at one of these. Co- like, there is no. Then you're out of your mind. That's what conferences are. A reason to hook up and cheat on your not spouse. Not at our. What? I'm telling you, no. these people are not. That's the furthest no. thing. I would say no. It's the fir- No, it's much more about friendship and pushing each other along the path of success. I mean, right. this isn't. I mean, I, I can't speak for the attendees. I just know for the people who are running the show, the people who work at the show, the people who speak at the show, we're not a salacious bunch. Yeah. They're smart and they're introverted. If they are getting laid, it's with the people they came with. I assure you. Okay. I, I would say yes to that. I'll tell you, I've been to many conventions as a participant and there wasn't a single one of them where there wasn't at least a hookup um, of, I mean, there's never been a race to the bathroom <laughs> to finish off what, what a small conversation started. But um, yeah, I've never known anybody to not hook up at a conference. Well, I would say that if there are some They're young- also not a particularly young demographic. I don't know if I would agree with you because I saw a lot of young people there. And listen, if there's two young single podcasters that happen to meet up in a bar or something and they get talking and who knows, that might happen. Uh, but I don't see where people are, are cheating on their spouses at a podcast. I mean, I'm sure there's some get-togethers, maybe some hookupage, but I wouldn't say it would be through married people. I, I saw a lot of pretty single people there, too, with doing podcasting stuff. But you guys felt uh, you felt good about your trip and your experience, and you feel like you did move the needle? Oh, I definitely did. There was so much going on there. It was amazing. The tech part of it. And then just the people that I got a chance to meet and talk to. And then I went to a couple sessions, not a lot. I think I went to four and there wasn't one that I didn't get. Like, I was like, wow, that's a great idea. Or that, you know, I I need to try that. Or I have to, that's something I want to get into and and dive into a little bit deeper. So, yes, I think that if you're a podcaster and you want to go to a conference, I think you can't go wrong. Even just for the people that you meet, it's amazing. Where's next year's? Orlando. Orlando. In August. Oh, I'm already sweating. Yes. I'm actually going to Florida at the end of this month, so I'm not looking forward to that because it's going oh, to be Africa. I think- well, you'll be at the beach. That'll be lovely. I'll, ugh. Um, so to anybody who is there who s- supports this podcast, thank you so much. Maybe next year in Orlando. I don't know. Who knows? If we can keep growing and doing fun things, maybe I can... Um, Go with you guys next time. What about Mapcom? Should Miss L- Melissa come to Mapcom? Jessica? Um, <laughs> it's a good start. I don't know what you're talking about, so I couldn't have answered you. It's 
podcasting conference, but it's very, very small. There's a lot of people that come that it would be a really good introduction into the podcasting community. And I think that there are enough people there that probably listen to the show where she'll feel. Yeah, just like, yeah, I would come to the. Yes. The answer is yes. Definitely. So that's August. I would like for you to come. Also, you'll be hanging out with me and John. It's September, right? It seems soon. Um, that seems soon. That seems that seems like too much of a commitment. Too much too soon. I did Why? just leave. Because it's outside my box and I just left the fucking country after spending one, two, three, three Not weeks. Not outside the box. You'll be sitting with me. It's it's just speakers all day talking about different aspects of podcasting. Will I get to hear somebody masturbate in a bathroom? If I'm going to go with no, but I can't tell for sure where that person was from. It could be a local. All right, I well, don't know. Then... Oh, it might not even have been. Oh, yeah, there's actually. a lot. No, of I'm saying from... it was in Philly, so it could have been a Philly podcaster. That the chances of that are probably okay. Uh, then maybe I we'll find her. Um, it's uh, September seventh and eighth. So I just—that's right before a holiday. Um, so I just got yeah, over the is. whole. I don't want to go away. I don't want to step out of my box, and I don't want to do that. And you're like, here, come and and. Step out of that box. Give me a year to prepare. <laughs> Give I, me some time. It's down the street. It's like in, in podcasting terms, it's like being next door. It's like a next door neighbor having something and you walk over. I mean, it's not even an hour away from you. Where is it? It's in Swedesboro. It's uh, in New Jersey. Jersey. It's in Jersey. It'll be lovely. Yeah, your mother won't Joy-Z. like it. It's in Swedesboro. You'll bring your Nana. It'll be fine. There'll be food. There'll be lunch. There is lunch. <laughs> You'll like it. Yeah, there is lunch and T-shirt. Well, I'm glad that was successful. And and yeah, it that's was awesome. fun. For me, the best part was um, the parties and the karaoke after the parties. Hmm. What'd you sing? Baby Got Back and also Living on a Prayer. Not Morning Train. Not. What's Morning Train? I don't even know that. What is that? Not, not any Pat Benatar or. No, no. It's a nope. wasted opportunity. All right. um, I did not want to sing any of it. I was invited by my new, quote, bosses, unquote, to mm-hmm. sing with them. And so I obliged them. That's the only two times I picked up a mic. was first for John Lee Dumas, who asked me to sing Baby Got Back with him. And I um, I ignored the feeling that it was possible I was being set up for a Carrie-like embarrassment and just did it because I was like... I spend every day doing that, Jessica. I always assume there's a you, bucket of like, blood with my name like, on I'm it. I'm the fattest person here. Somehow I'm going to be sorry for this event because he's going to make fun of me somehow. And obviously, either that or I'm the closest one with a big butt. I don't know. But he was like... Uh, he, he All the people were putting in their songs and he comes next to me uh, and he goes, I just put in Baby Got Back. And I was like, that's brave. And he was like, well, there's two microphones. Do you want to do it with me? And I was like, I have not had nearly enough alcohol to do that song with you. And he goes, here you go. This is vodka. Well played. So I was like, gun, 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 let's do it. <laughs> so we did it. And it was ridiculous. And then a couple songs later, Mark was like, you're going to do Living on a Prayer with me. And I know he's like obsessed with Bon Jovi. So I was like, well, that's probably an honor. I guess I should say yes to that, too. So then I said yes to that, too. That was the only two times I touched the microphone. So Jessica can sing. And Melissa. Mark can sing, too. Well, I was just saying, Melissa, you say you can't sing, but I think you can. She can. Right. So if you had to go to karaoke with, like, say, a bunch of podcasters and they said, "Okay, you need to sing a song. 
and you had to go up and sing a song, what song would you pick? Oh my god! I just obviously shit. Paradise by the Dashboard Light. I just shit my pants at the thought of having to do Wasn't that. It, but come on, that was fun. You know all the words. To I had Paradise a great. Time. I know all the words to every song. Many many songs, but I I I I I I I just couldn't. I couldn't. I could with a friend where I could turn my mic off and I'd still bust out singing as long as they had a mic and they were singing. But that's the only way I would feel, and a lot of alcohol, comfortable doing it. I could. That does help. So you okay? Because I thought about this because I thought that there might be a possibility that I would have to do karaoke. What would you sing? Ooh. Well, I started to think about well, I can do anything by Neil Young because anybody can sing like Neil Young or talk sing. Yeah, right. Or War, uh, Low cool. Low Rider. I think I could do. So they were the ones. Or Tequila. Everybody can do Tequila, but. I was that one. Yes, there's no words to that except tequila. Tequila, exactly. That's a terrible karaoke song. That's such a fucking cop out. It is. That's why I I would relentlessly torture you over that song if you did that. I would never stop calling you a punk ass bitch if you did that song. Tequila and Wipeout. Wipeout's his other. Wipeout. Yeah, that's well. Yeah, it's not really good. The the funny thing was you will be tortured. One podcaster that I know, I'm friends with. Her name's Juliet Miranda, and she has the Unratable Rant podcast. And her and her husband on the weekends sometimes will sit out in the driveway and do driveway drinking. And they started, I guess they were quite a long way in the driveway drinking, and they started uh, doing karaoke on Twitter. They were just sitting in the driveway doing karaoke. So they're like, come on, join us. So then I said, well, maybe I should try this. So I, I did Old Man by Neil Young, and I sent it over. So How I tried. How does it sound? I don't. I well, I had music. I was in a studio when I saw it, so I I used the backup. I have the karaoke version, but it didn't sound bad. I'll play it. I'll send it to you later. It was okay. I I know when I first did it, and then I listened back to it. I was like, wow, that music's way too low. Let me jack that music up. I used to have a roommate who ran karaoke, and my other roommate and I would go and watch him do in not so great neighborhoods and terrible hotel bars and we would go just to hear just to hear him sing, sing karaoke and it was really a show that was just his because nobody would go up and sing with him and it was really sad but it was fun for us because we got to drink and then he drove us home so it was fun good times karaoke good times so <laughs> i love so, karaoke it something is something we saw nothing of when we were away no no karaoke we went to see live music and we saw lots of castles and lots of toilets. Ooh. Lots of public toilets for me. Yay. So how was were the... They t- how were they in London? And nobody was masturbating, I'll tell you that. Well, we well, spent... It wasn't as exciting as my experience. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we spent one day in Paris where the toilets were bad. I'll just start with bad. They were paid to enter and the worst toilets of the vacation. But London was lovely. I mean, I can't think of any anything to say but lovely. It was just a itinerary filled with castles and gardens and just the most beautiful and historic and just incredible visions. And luckily, so I don't know if you know this about my husband, when we we took a cruise with the kids, it was a European cruise. We took the kids, started in Barcelona, it ended in Venice. We saw some of Greece. We saw Croatia. Like We saw some really great, great places. And the kids were young. It was a free cruise. 
long story. But so we took these the kids on. I'm sure the cruise line thought we would pick a Caribbean cruise because that's, that has no value to them. They could just give us a room on any Caribbean cruise. But when they said, here's a free cruise for what you did for us, we chose what we wanted and not what they expected. Stewart said at every port, I wanted the kids were done. You know, they were stick a fork in them. They were little. And he said, look, daddy needs to take 50 pictures in each port. And until I get my 50 pictures, we are not getting back on that ship because that's really all they wanted to do. There's unlimited ice cream on the ship. They're pretty happy. Right. And I'm like, no, there's gelato out here. Let's try that. Like gelato. Exactly. So. So yeah, so Stuart's the kind of guy where everywhere we go, he wanted his 50 pictures. And thank God he did, because I have the memory of a, what do we call it? Sieve? Cunt sieve? What, what do we say? I, I have the memory of a sieve. It's just pouring out of me, everything that's going in. And I started to write things down. And the, the trip was fantastic. We have some super pictures. I don't know if you saw on Facebook, Annie did a better job of keeping track of where we were and what we were doing. And when I want to relive it, I'll go on her Facebook and I'll take a look at everything. But we had some incredible weather. We had until the very last day we were there, which is when we went to, I want to say, Windsor Castle. And I stood where the queen sat for the wedding, the wedding of her youngest not youngest, well, Harry's wedding. And I'm like, and Megan stood here in this hat with the, it was, I mean, if our country has no concept of history, they have no concept of preserving, of course, our history is annihilating an entire race of people with disease covered blankets and screwing them over again and again and again until they're barely even on our planet. But it's your history. So I guess ours is also much younger than theirs, but it was amazing to see places that have just been there f- forever. You since forget time. about the Crusades that was over in Europe, but okay, go ahead. We went to Stonehenge. I mean, what? <laughs> I stood at Stonehenge. I'm like, okay, so it is now this time. And then I was like, I need a toilet because uh, I, you know, because it's me, but it's just incredible things. And Makes me want to take my kids while in this country to national parks. It makes me want to see things that are incredible. And then it makes me want to go back and crawl back into bed and with the dogs and never leave the house again. But that was that was an amazing 10 days that I had. And I'm so grateful to the couple with whom we went because they did the entire itinerary. It was like Disney on a fast pass. Annie bought all the tickets ahead of time. And awesome. there were lines of people at that last day in the pouring rain. And we're like, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me. They're like, who the fuck are those Americans? And I did discover why everybody hates Americans. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I saw some some ugly Americans out there. Mm-hmm. I sure did. I sure did. And, There's ugly uh, people everywhere. What can we say? I think you're burying the lead. Because you did go to France. Burying a lean. I drove by the Arc de Triomphe. <laughs> <laughs> and the Apple Tower. Oui. 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 And all of those months at this point of not having a single carb um, and introducing a hint of a hint of sugar at a time, I had a massive baguette of bread and How was it? several the million best bread types you ever had? of It kind of was. Um, so and a million types of cheese, half soft. Oh, I slathered God. the bread. I was just wiping it all over myself. It was... Is del- the cheese... Like, I remember in the movie 
with Meg Ryan and Kevin Klein that she ate all the cheese and then she was like, lactocentaurus! <laughs> and then like ran into the bathroom. Was it like uncomfortable in that way? Like, because the cream, you know, is like eight times the amount of cream that we have, I guess, right? So I try to pace myself and eat all fucking day on vacation and not <laughs> limit myself to Smart. meal times. It's a good because strat. That way, that way it's, I, I say I had a lot of cheese. Stuart had Piece, like there are pieces that you break off and let melt in your mouth and then there's the bread that you slather in the brie and the soft stuff and yeah but I'm I'm drooling right now by the way sorry sorry so, uh, so and that's the other one sorry uh sorry. I kind of wanted sorry, to tell mate. people I was Canadian <laughs> because it's less embarrassing oh. everybody wanted to talk about our president everybody and I said what did they want to say Tell me what they wanted to say. Well, you would tell them that you were American. It was mostly Uber drivers. Um, but been, when we snuck away from Tom and Annie, who wanted to walk or tube everywhere, we're like, we're going to go get an Uber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't want any more of this. We're done. We're just going to sit in the back of a car with the wind blowing in our face. But they're like, oh, you're American. Sorry. I'm like, oh, God, that's embarrassing. It, it is. that. Uh, we used to be the top of the food chain here, my friends. After, oh, ooh, gets better. So everybody's pitying us for being American. And we're like, we, I don't really want to talk about it. You know, I, I, I escaped. You know, this is my, this is my freedom. My free, right, vacation from, from him. From listening to that nonsense. I didn't really yeah. watch the yeah. news. And then we got the chance to see some theater. So what are you going to go see? Well, we saw Kinky Boots, right? That's a show I've already seen, but mm. it was wonderful. It's a great show. And if you could see a show like that in London, you definitely should. Um, but then I said, I, I want to go see Hamilton. It's here. I think it was kind of in previews. It's here. And is it going to be weird watching the American Revolution kind of story on this side of the air quote pond like is what's it going to be like here and i i we went to see hamilton annie and tom did not come with us they saw the douchebag lieutenant of a something something they saw aiden turner do you watch poldark do you know what poldark is no should it's, i it's yeah well it's an amazon streaming show called poldark it's it's post revolution it's it's mild porn it's not porn i'm kidding it's actually pretty good i just started it but so the actor from that show is is in this play and they went to see it and we saw it and i sat around thinking you guys are good with this right you're probably great with us breaking off from you now that you were being punished for it right we have trump in the white house and we're totally being punished for right now i would love to be dealing with brexit like <laughs> that to me sounds delightful at this point and mm -hmm. leaving the european union but they're they're in a pile of shit too over there, so they'll figure that out. God. But so we saw theater, we saw Stonehenge, we saw castles and graves and kings and queens and every every book I ever read about the other Bolin sister. Did you ever read that series, Philippa Gregory? No, no. But I do love stories about that time period so much. Well, we went to court. Like it was just the most amazing trip, and. And to be on a trip like that with somebody who knows all of the history and can chirp it into your ear on the way in and on the way out. And it was it was kind of a religious experience, which makes me OK with not having so much religion in my life because <laughs> I have super smart people and awesome things around me. So that was kind of great. And I did feel guilty 90 percent of the time 
that I had said ahead of time, I just want it to be over and have the experience. Because right now, here I am. I am in the it's over part with the experience. And the experience is kind of leaving my head. And when I was in it, it was kind of amazing. A lot of kind of in there. But what was amazing that I think you would have loved was a place called Kew Gardens. And I'm a New Yorker and I was born in Queens. And Kew Gardens is right there. But it's named after this amazing garden that the royals had where they brought in plants and trees and chicks and ducks and geese gonna scurry from all over the world just so they would have a piece of everywhere right there in their garden that they could see and they could experience and they made different climates for the different types of trees and we it was a fucking hot day and it's like 100 degrees outside but then you walk into the rainforest and you totally think you're gonna die I said so this is what flop sweat is like I've never really understood the meaning of flop sweat Mm. until I walked into Mm. this garden where but it was it was beautiful and and it was just truly amazing it was a great trip I don't know that I could travel without them and all of their knowledge Stuart and I would have been like, what do you want to do today? We would have laid in bed until like 11 o'clock, had a leisurely breakfast, maybe seen one thing that we got on our travel book. Nope. They had us moving. They had us marching. They had it, which was the 10 miles that we walked every day. So it was, it was pretty Mm. great. So I was outside Melissa's box. It was very much amazing. And Mm -hmm. I was trying to think of, and I was wondering, I want to thank them for that trip and everything they did and all the work they put in. And I was sitting with Stuart and we, during the trip and after trying to think of a way to show them how much that really meant to us. Mm. Because it's not easy. It's a lot of work. And Lord knows I did nothing to help. I don't even know if I even answered a phone call when it came in with, would right. you rather go to Cambridge or Oxford? We went to Cambridge. Um, so all of these things, and I just wanted to thank them. Do you have a way that you other than a letter or kissing their ass at a podcast that you physically thank somebody for for doing something above and beyond like that for you? I I think uh, that's I don't think there's anything you could do that would could even come up to it. I don't maybe send them a seventy dollar cheesecake. I don't know. <laughs> that's actually a really great idea if they had dairy in their lives. That's a fabulous idea. That's something I would typically do. Yeah, I think sending something fun, like a gift, um, especially if it's something like Britishy that you could send, like if you know they didn't get T-shirts while they were there or Eiffel Tower paraphernalia, I don't know. But just like getting something to show your appreciation or sending a card is nice. So I'm going to say that this podcast is my card and what I did do while we were at Kew Gardens, they commented, we went through this whole like little bonsai village, which was so cool. I felt like a giant in a bonsai village because some of the trees were so amazing and huge. And here we were, these huge people and these tiny little trees, itty bitty, (laughs) itty bitty living space. So um, I sent them a bonsai tree because he had talked about how he killed one. And if he had known, he wished that he could do it again. So we sent them a bonsai tree that I hope they will get before this airs because that would be embarrassing if it it didn't get there first. So I always want to appropriately thank or appropriately gift or, and it's something I think about on the regular. And I I love doing that. And they work so hard. Now that you're, you went to do this, 
And will that push you outside your box more to do more of this? I mean, I know you say you're an introvert and I know that you, you are an introvert when you're at home, but you don't seem like you're an introvert when you go out on vacation to Florida or wherever I've seen, you don't really stay home that much. But you've seen what it takes to get me out there though, right? Yeah. I mean, do you think this is going to push you out a little easier? I don't find it difficult to get you out of the house, but. But you get me out to support you. I get you out. Right. To support you. Staying out that I have a hard time. That's true, too. Because, like, we eat dinner and dessert barely comes, and she's like, well, got to go back. (laughs) I'm like, all right. Oh, that was all right. Cool. Sometimes Mm. I'm grateful, and other times I'm like, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. So I have a question for for Jessica. Yes. Where are you on your stand-up comedy career? Is that over now? Has that itch been scratched? No, it has not been scratched. I now have a very interesting story that I can write jokes around. Um, Does that have to I'll do with say, a public bathroom? And yes, it's not my biggest priority at the moment. That's all. I just kind of, I kind of got into it to see if I wanted to do it, if I could do it, I can do it. But it's not my favorite thing to do. I still. Here's the problem. When I was younger, the reason why I stopped doing it was because I was like, I have kids that are like two and three. I can't be hanging around at night in bars, getting all smoky. Like it's inappropriate. Now here I am with a three-year-old again. And the difference is now I'm just like, I don't want to be out past seven. It's fucking late. I got shit to do. Like sometimes when you are trying to be on stage at an open mic night, if you're new, your last and last can be midnight. And I have to get up at like, I mean, now I may have to be starting to get up earlier. So I just, I can't even, I don't know. It's just like now that I know how to write jokes, I feel like I can use it to do other things. But I don't know that I necessarily need to be a f- successful stand up comic. So what about that motivational speaker? That was the. That's what I want to do. That's and the I'm gig I think you're. That. I, that's the gig I think is that's made for you. So that has um, that has evolved into uh, being a com- com- uh, what's it called connection consultant that I will start to speak about m- connections and micro connections and how um, distancing yourself from other people can cause mental illness and how you have to be very mindful about connecting with people as you go through your day. I feel like she's talking to me, John. I feel like she's talking directly to me. (laughs) No, you're actually probably not bad at this. You just don't leave the house. But when you do, I don't see you as somebody who's disconnected in the world. I have a date tonight. I'm going out tonight. Stuart's leaving for work in 15 minutes. What are you doing? And I'm meeting a girlfriend out for dinner. Okay. That's not the, and what John, I'm talking about I, is I requested the date too. So it's like I initiated. Oh, that's something. That's Look everything. at you being a big person. <laughs> Look at you adulting. But yeah, so I'm kind of writing like a little talk about connection and disconnection with with, with relation to cultural and societal change, if that makes sense. It's a little TED talky, but um anyway, I'm I'm also using it to say like I'm a consultant that helps content creators use connection to create influence. And influence is a marketable commodity. So now I'm hating you because I... You got him started and now he's in You got me started and I can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop writing material. About what? For what? About comedy? Yeah, to do stand-up comedy. 
I'm still writing material. I have a ton of material. It's just that do I want to do it four nights a week? No. Who says you I have to do it? I still want to do it, but I don't need to travel all over the tri state area and stay up till midnight. If it's an open mic at eight, I'll do it. Okay. All right. And I'll still write material. I'm just, I don't, like, Tara is like getting booked on features and she's like, and showcases. Like, I don't have a need to be like the headliner in a showcase. Yeah. But if there's an open mic night that's local or if you want to do one with me, like I'll write material and I'll show up. It's fine. I want to redeem my opening. Oh, my God. I, I, the only one judging it, though. Well, just, of course, I am the only one judging it. I, I definitely want to redeem. I could be funnier than this. I could be funnier oh than that. You're I hilarious, could be funnier though. than that. I could be so much funnier. And you walked up with no with material. I mean, what are you talking about? Right, exactly. I walked up with no material and I still did okay. But I've been working on this and I actually kind of connected with Tara and she's, you know, she gave me some open mic nights to go to and stuff like that. That's why I was wondering if you were still doing it because I think, you know, with me. You hooked up with Tara offline? Yeah. Is that okay? Oh, that's cool. Of course. I just didn't know. That's awesome. No, that's great. Of course it's okay. So, and I don't even know how that happened, but she sent me some stuff, uh, you know, where to go for open mic. And I really want to try to do that. I've been studying stand up and I think the way I was going about stand up was all wrong. So now I'm, I'm really excited to try a different. So she helped you like, well, she just, she just, no, no, none of that. I, I really haven't talked to, to me. Comedy is very, very personal. So I really, I haven't been able to talk to anybody about it. Like I love writing comedy. Like I love being able to punch stuff up or riff with other people or they, they say something. I go, okay, well, I like that, but how about we say this? Or, you know, if that doesn't work, let's try that or, you know, do something else to punch it up. I love that part of it uh, also, but I don't have anybody to, to, besides you, I didn't have anybody to, to bounce that off of yet. But I figured if I got out there and did some more of that, there's three loves that I have in my life. Uh, that I really want to pursue. Podcasting's one, poker is another, and then stand-up comedy. So I decided to get out more. That to, like every Monday night, I have a place I go play poker now, and then I think I'm going to do one night a week where I'm going to go out and do stand, you know, go do stand-up somewhere. Don't have to be the same night, but you know, one night I can go out and do stand-up. And then the podcasting thing. Well, you know me, I love being down here in my podcast dungeon. So I, I think that that's kind of cool to try to get outside, yeah. push yourself outside your box, and just because. As you get older, it's easy to just stay inside. That's one thing I learned from podcast movement. It's easy to stay inside. It's harder to push yourself outside, but it's wonderful out there. That's something you should have learned from me. You didn't have to go to podcast movement from that. <laughs> you learned that from me. Well, I outside? see that. Great. Yeah, I see that, but you're still trying to stay inside. I'm trying to push myself outside. Hey, Europe. Did you not hear? I was in Europe. I know. I got it. <laughs> la da da Right. Um, I do want to ask you both what your favorite kind of vacation is. Like with the vacation I just took where you spent 10 days touring every day with an itinerary. Is that a vacation for you or do you? That's work. What's your type of vacation? What appeals to you? I want something where I can go relax and unwind. I want something like uh, some kind of beach, some kind of place where I can kind of lay out and relax, eat good food, drink, uh, enjoy myself, maybe a little fishing or something like that. Something trekking around like a, like a tour guide doesn't like appeal. Like a Sherpa. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't appeal to me whatsoever. So beach, are you, okay, here's your vacation. You're going to a beach. Are you alone? Are you with family? Are you with a friend? Are you with a partner, spouse, whatever? I would like to be with a friend of the opposite sex. 
And, you know, and I don't even know if I want to go to the beach as long as they had a good pool near the beach because I don't like the sand, but I like the water. So that would work. I, you know, the funny thing was I was kind of jealous of the pictures of Stu where he was just laying in the pool with his feet up and having the water just run over top of him. I said, that looks, that's his happy place. That looks wonderful. That's my happy place right there. Yeah. I could have done that all day. I could have done and, that all day. And he would love to do that, but we have children and they pretend he's in a car wash and they try to drown him when he does that. Ouch. You can never really relax if you're brilliant, to be honest. Ouchie. Yeah, if you have family there and you're relaxing on a raft and you really look enjoy, like you're enjoying yourself, the first thing that the so, family has to do is flip you off the raft. I mean, that's- Absolutely. It has so you to know. happen. Yes, of course it has so, to happen. So it is with a partner of some sort. It's yes. It's someplace warm. It's someplace- quiet i get from you quiet oh yeah yeah i i just want to be able out be out of the rat race i want to be able to come down from the rat race and then just kind of enjoy myself enjoy the the weather and everything enjoy the cuisine of wherever i am it's a schedule you make it's a yeah exactly i don't okay, need someone saying all right with. we're going to the pyramids now everybody on the bus but it's like 87 degrees and 100 percent humidity oh yes. you'll be fine It'll no, I don't fine. think so. The bus is air conditioned. You'll be fine. I'm like, is right. there a shitter there? Because yeah. <laughs> Jessica, what about you? Ideal vacation. You know, I don't I I have a specific genre that's an ideal vacation, but then I have also specific places that I would like to visit. I am going to Rehoboth Beach for a week, and that is technically my ideal vacation. Somewhere where I can take my kids, beach by day, boardwalk by night, eat all the things, be sandy, take outdoor showers, rest, have sun on my face. That is an ideal vacation. But also, like an all-inclusive resort is an ideal vacation. Also, a, not a cruise. No, 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 no. The idea of a cruise is brilliant. I've been on three cruises. I have been violently ill on every single one because I cannot do the rocking. Remember, do you remember ginger ale, ginger ale the whole time? And that is how I got diabetes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. So, yeah, no cruise. But if you could do a cruise like on land, that'd be cool. Also, I would really like to visit Europe, but I'm not the person that has to go to. I mean, yeah, okay, the Louvre, Buckingham Palace, but I kind of just want to like, what I would really like is for someone to be like, all the local people go there, or you really want to shop at this little place, or like, I want like the insies and outsies of the place, not the museums and the touristy shit, because like, you kind of have to see the touristy shit, but it's never as fun as you think it's going to be. It's always more fun for me to just kind of like, poke around. So I want to go to Europe, but I want to poke around. I don't need to walk to my feet are bleeding, I guess is what I'm saying. You want a B-side. You want to do the B-side of Europe. Yes. I want the B-side. Yes. Okay. Thank you. You know, it's funny. Yeah. Part of podcast movement, everybody came from all around to come to Philadelphia. And the first thing they, not the first thing, but one of the things that they wanted to do was go to the art museum and run up the steps. There's videos, all kinds of videos of everybody. Like, okay, here we go. We're running up the steps. And I'm thinking to myself, I've lived here all my life. I have never run up the Rocky steps. I've never <laughs> run up the Rocky steps. For some reason, whenever I go to the art museum, I go around the parking lot where I'm up at the top and I never have to run. I went out there to look down the parkway where, you know, Rocky looked. You know, I've been at the top of the steps, but I've never had the reason or need to run up the steps like Rocky did. I have. Like, and everyone who visited here got she great pleasure out of running up the Rocky steps. And I'm just like, 
Y'all are dumb. It's the dumbest. Right. Like, so what if he ran up the like? It has no appeal to me whatsoever. But I love Rocky. Yeah. But I don't feel the need to run the fucking steps ever. I mean, I've done. I can maybe because I've done it once. Maybe. I did it. What, what's and, the freaking appeal? I've so never I, done. We it. did it with kids. It was fun. It was exercise. It's fun. It but was whatever. Fun. We um saw the preview, the trailer for Creed Two. Oh, how about that? Does it look good? <laughs> He's fighting Drago's kid. <laughs> Yes, it looks oh, fun. Yeah. Oh my god! Yes, it looks fun. Oh, yeah. yeah, I I can't. They're brilliant. Yes, because piece of me in my head is like, well, of course he'll get beat up. He'll get beat up. He'll get beat up, and then he'll win. And I'm like, they have to stop that formula eventually, don't they? Like, nope. eventually, I mean, Apollo lost, which, by the way, to Ivan Drago, by the way, um, who that was a huge loss. But when they show his pictures during the movie or the trailer. I'm like, Oh, remember, remember Apollo Creed? <laughs> so cute. Can we bring him back? Even like just as a, please. as a hologram, <laughs> can we bring him back somehow, please? Yeah. That was, that's funny. that was pretty great. Pretty great. I would like to see that. Yeah. That's coming out soon. And they film those here. I have a neighbor who was an extra on the first Creed, um, but they film them here in oh. Philly. Who? Yeah, I, could Ooh. be could be on the cutting room floor. I never saw her, but she she goes out for all these modely things. A lot of times, it's in Port Richmond, which is a little suburb, kind of in the north part of Philadelphia, because it's kind of old. And then they do some South Philly stuff too. But yeah, I I just think that uh, as far as vacations go, that whole running around thing. I did that when I was younger, and I have no, not really, don't care about that now. I feel that way about parenting. And then there's Jessica with a three-year-old. <laughs> like I did that when I was younger. Yeah. When I had more energy, she's doing it again. So I think staying moving is super healthy. I think I ate like a fucking fiend on this vacation and I came home and I think I lost three pounds. So whoa, yeah, it was, it was really crazy. And I, I had, you know, I didn't eat the top half of the the bun on the burger, but I ate the bottom half. So there's bread in there. There's that day in Paris where I ate everything. Um, the biscuits, which are cookies, but call it what you want. I'm still shoving it in my pie hole. The fish and chips. I mean, we ate everything. Stuart's like peeling the the fish out of the fried. And I'm like, fried fish and chips. Until it's like dripping. To I ate everything because you're there, which is probably why I wow. needed to turtle it everywhere I went. But... But yeah, it was it was pretty. That's great. hilarious. Mm. Um, I don't know. I I appreciate a, I appreciate a vacation that's not work for me. I think I would call this one a trip, and mm. vacation is, I think they're all breaks from our routine as a vacation. But I'm gonna be going with my kids next week. They come home this Saturday, by the way. Um, the next time we talk. I will have two teenagers in my house and a lot more laundry. But then we leave for Maine for five days. Then we're home for a week. And then we go to Florida for five days. So those are both vacations. I mean, in very big air quotes, because one of them, you're driving 12 hours each way, which is so painful. More so with little people than teenagers who could put earbuds in and be fine. Um but Florida in August, yeesh, 
Not a fan. A chihuahua. But I could stay in an apartment. I could stay in the pool. I could try to steal Stu's float and put my feet up in the waterfall until yes. somebody tries float to kill is me. Vital for a good vacation. Just till somebody tries to kill you. That carry moment. You know it's coming, but. Yeah, I always say August in Florida is like the surface of the sun, but with humidity. I'm, dre I'm dreading it. Mm. With the humidity. It's like the seventh ring of hell. Yeah. You said Orlando, huh? Yeah. Yes. I, th I think Orlando is like the Already seventh ring the of seventh hell. Already the seventh ring of hell. Yeah, Orlando is brutal. Oh, but if you look up the place where it's going to be, it actually looks like one of those places where the price is right. will be like, you've won a trip to Orlando. Like it looks like a paid, like a fancy place which is good my problem was that the air conditioning at the hotel for podcast movement in philadelphia was horrible and there was oh, no. sometimes you would go someplace and it was like so hot that you know there was times where i was just drenched soaking wet drenched with sweat and then someone's like oh come here hug me and i'm like no you don't want that right now right. my friend you don't yes. want that right i'm gonna slime you like in ghostbusters yeah, I don't. That's probably how you felt. That was my flop sweat at Kew Gardens. Yeah, like, oh, exactly. God, this is film. <laughs> this is film on right. me. Um, you know where you go when it gets that hot? Oh. To the movie theater. Stuart and I went to see The Spy Who Dumped Me. How was it? It's so nice. He, had, an, he had another day off of work, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're not going to do work today? I mean, he did computer, answered mail, did whatever he needed, answered complaints, and but I had like most of the day with him and we went to see the spy who dumped me, which he's like, first of all, he slept through the first 20 minutes. Movies is what Stuart calls a $15 nap. So once he woke up, the seats are so comfortable. I know. They recline. He's, he's pretty much more comfortable there than in our own bed. So he sleeps the first 20. I poke at him and, and then... There's no dogs. I, I think he enjoyed it. I don't know. I liked it because... I well, love Kate McKinnon so much. She's the reason it's ridiculously enjoyable. She's it enjoyable. So goddamn funny. She is. And you know what's her Kuna, What's her name? Mila Kunis. What is that? Who that is? Yes. <laughs> okay. She. Mrs. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Yeah. Kutcher. Kutcher. <laughs> Kutcher. I mixed no up end. my. Uh, yeah, I mixed up my names. Oh, speaking of which, Kuna? speaking of whom, did you see the Comedy Central roast? Of Nobody's Bruce Willis? nodding. Of Bruce Willis? I saw pieces. I haven't seen the whole roast yet. I saw Demi Moore. I saw uh, Nikki Glaser. I saw uh, Jeff Ross. It's he basically. Was good. Guess what that is? Time to eat. <laughs> it's, is that what that is? Yeah, that's his timer that says your eating window is now open. Wow. You know, the funny thing about that is I have my phone shut off, but the alarm oh. goes through even when the alarm shut off. I didn't realize that. That's crazy. Yeah, sorry um, about Jess, that. Jess, you should watch the tribute. The only one better was the Rob Lowe tribute. I loved the Rob Lowe one. That one made me pee myself. That's I, the I, only I one. To watch it again. It is. It's the only one that was one step funnier, and that's only because he was, first of all, he's breathtaking still, and because he was caught with a 16-year-old on video, and everybody ragged on him for it, and you just can't say anything to that. You, there's no there's no reply. He just sits there with his beautiful face going, yeah, I did that. Sorry, that's right. I did that. I could do it right now if I wanted to, but I won't. He, oh, he's so good. But but this one was Bruce Willis was funny, too. So good. Yeah, I, you know, the one joke that I love, which is actually a truth, I think it was Jeff Ross said that, you know, he wants an uh, Oscar so bad that he's actually morphing into an Oscar because he's getting thinner and older and balder. And balder, yeah. Yeah, he's starting to look like Oscar. So I thought that was pretty funny. The whole, there were some really good high points and Demi Moore spoke and she, she did well. She I mean, did. Yeah, she did very well. 
I thought she was really good. She did. She went after him pretty good. His three daughters were there in the front row, and they are gorgeous. Yeah, and they took some shrapnel. Bruce? Ashton. No. No, their three daughters, Tallulah, oh, Scout, yeah, and yeah, Rumor. Yeah. Right. And one of the jokes Rumor that I loved was the three of them are so pretty. Uh, Rumor, I guess that's what they name you when they're not quite sure who your father is. And I'm like, oh. And she busted out. She looks exactly like fucking Bruce Willis. Totally so like, but ridiculous. a super attractive Bruce Willis. But she totally busted out laughing. They have such a good sense of humor. Like, with all the shit in Hollywood and moving them out to Idaho or wherever she moved them and, and then marrying somebody who's seven minutes older than they are. all the, They turned out so well <laughs> that they're laughing at this this roast of their father. Of them, it was it was really nice to see. Yeah, they could be very good actors, actresses too. Or they're excellent actresses and right. they are fucking broken. <laughs> it's one or the other. When their mom came out, I thought they oversold the fact that when she walked out, like they didn't know she was there. I'm sure, I'm sure they knew that she was there. I think they knew, but I don't think he knew she was going to be no, there. No, you he could tell surprised. he had no idea that she was coming out. Yeah, that was a surprise. Right. But she did. She did very well. I was. Uh... John, who would be the surprise speaker at a roast for you? Oh, geez. Uh... Jess, don't laugh. You're next. <laughs> yeah. Start I, thinking. I would say probably uh, my co host for the Brand X podcast, Deuce. Because be a surprise for well, you. Well, I, okay, maybe not. Wow, is that a surprise? Yeah. Ooh, oh, I do know one, an old girlfriend of mine. That's yeah, always a surprise. That yeah. would be a surprise. That's and the she, way to go. She would have a ton of material. Yeah, that's right. Her name is you, Sandy. Don't yeah. say her name. Don't say her name. No one knows her last name. Okay, I thought you're like her name. I'm like no, <laughs> Jessica. <Right. laughs> Probably my ex husband. Whoa. That would be great because then you could uh, the rest of the rest of the day is the rest Probably of the day is could go after writer. him. He, no, he thinks he's so funny, but I, the truth is that he doesn't know me that well. We got divorced when I was twenty five. Well, he's had to put up with you ever since. We were stoned most of our marriage. Well, no, not once the kids were born, but he was at least. Um, let's see who else would be a good surprise roaster. Probably my best friend from high school, or. Uh, some of my friends from college or ex-boyfriend or two. Quite honest with you, the, the surprise roaster for Jessica would be Melissa. No, that's I see that coming. Really? Melissa? Yes. I don't know. She probably would have a lot to say about me. I would have a lot to say about you. <laughs> see? And it would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> see? I know her. So what we should do is we that's should- It's not a surprise. Anybody in the D-sharps would not be a surprise, to be honest. They're roasters, but they're not a surprise. Let me get a hold of the Kermitsos and uh, say, listen, we need to roast Jessica Kupperman for this next uh, podfest. He wants me to be roasted, oh. but I don't want to be because he also thinks I make a better roaster than a roastee. Which well, you get to go up and you get to go up and have have at the dais. So why wouldn't you? Exactly. At the end of the roast, it's your job to wipe the floor with everybody who just shit on you. Yes. What do you think? A room full of podcasters would say about me that's mean, like that I'm fat. No. That I have a dead kid, that I'm Jewish, that I'm what? A big mouth. I've heard it all a thousand times. The only note of what you just said that they would hit would be the Jewish, the big mouth. They would definitely not touch the kid. They would definitely. Well, then they're a bunch of punks. 
Oh, so because they're not going to work hard enough, then it's an easy. Yeah. It's a, I don't think I, yeah. I listen. You know me. I love dark humor, and I couldn't even make a joke about that. I could not touch that. But trust me, I would have a good ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, but so roasting. And, I, I don't you, know what podcast movements like when it comes to the roast. I know you've been to a couple of of roasts like that, but real roasting is fucking brutal. They are, and it's not even always true. It's they're just mean. It's, I know. It's so you can brutal. Make it up. Like it's always oh oh Sybil Shepherd was on this one yes right so Sybil Shepherd must have come out with a book where she said that Elvis went down on her and I was like oh my god she's a national treasure like wait a minute and I'm totally now all of a sudden so interested in her because they did moonlighting together and and they just ragged on her age and all you have to do is have a good spirit about it and you can lick your wounds later but she was so great and she just mm-hmm. received it so well but. All of the the only things they really go after women about are vagina jokes. Well, guess what? We could take all of those. We've already made them. Um, and I don't know. We couldn't be Jewier. So I mean, it doesn't – who cares? Like all of those things are what they are. Could you so, handle it? Could you handle being roasted? Could I? Absolutely not. My no. skin is way uh, too thick. Well, what could about Jessica? Jessica? What, do you think you could – I don't know. She, the look on her face looks like she couldn't handle it. I don't know. Dave Jackson did surprisingly well, I thought. He may be more comfortable with his failures than me. <laughs> so that's I, that's the key for you. The, the key I don't is know. the failures. I mean... Doesn't matter how many successes you have, the second somebody pokes that failure button, you're just on a spiral. Somebody get me a Krispy Kreme right fucking now. If you now. guys roasted me about my weight or my kids, I don't think it would bother. I guess it depends on who the roasters would be. It would hurt my feelings if I was being roasted for being fat, I think, because like I don't want to sit through an hour and a half of jokes about how fucking fat I am. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay, so you're done. You're out. Don't roast me. Yeah, see, I, right? we can't. We can't do that. Like for me, I would be like, well, okay, if can't you're gonna, if you're gonna go for the lang- low hanging fruit, I'll be fine. Don't worry. Remember, I get up too. Yeah, John, you always surprise me at what you're willing to like. I remember people were posting like nudie pictures with fake nudie bodies and putting your head on them, and you're like, ha ha ha. I'm like, oh my god, if somebody did that to me, I would lose my shit. Yeah, it would really hurt my. Well, I mean, if it was a total troll stranger, actually, it probably wouldn't. The worst one was they put my head on a body, and I was like, that actually does look like me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you guys. Wait a minute. I don't know. Try. Let, let's practice. Set, tell right, me. Some wait a minute. You right ha- now. Right, hang on one second. Let's. Can we table that so I have a little bit of time? Jessica's tits I are really so big. I really would like to see how. Jessica's tits are so big. She has three more children. They are just smothered inside her boobs. That's good. I'm cool with that. Okay. That's a good joke. Um, I would need a little bit of time. I would need time too. But I mean, if if, if I were going to go for- But is that the gist of what we're going for? Because that's fine. Lo- lost cool in that. your rack? Yeah. I might reach out yeah, to other podcasters yeah. and say, okay, I need like uh, two minutes of a- Give me two minutes of roasting Jessica, please. I don't think I would care about my personality. I might care about being too fat though. Hmm. So that's your button. Well, because I I don't know. I don't know. I think if you did it, no. You know why? Because you know I would never do that. <laughs> you no, know because I know place. you think I'm pretty regardless. But if like a single man did it, like a 30-year-old man started talking about how fat I was, I would be really hurt. Well, my thing is that if I had to go up and roast somebody, that I know that everybody on the dais would be 
talking about how fat I was and how I stutter and how bald I am and how un- sexually ap- appealing I am. So I would be ready for it. I would not give them the satisfaction letting it hurt my feelings. I don't know how you do that. Mm. Coming from Jessica's yeah. point of view, I don't know how you can not give them that. Is that even something yeah, you have so to not. withhold? Like I just. Well, see, the thing about it, I, I maybe I don't. Delicate. I don't want to mansplain anything, but guys have been guys have been stuffing down their true feelings for years. It's not that hard for us. But women haven't. Are you kidding? I, I don't know yeah. that. We've been eating our feelings for years. Well, what are you talking about? So have what I. movie? What movie have you seen where women haven't been disappointed and run right to their grocer's freezer to find their best friends Ben and Jerry and sit and try to? That's that's absolutely what we. Well, sure, you try to fill the void. I get that, but like guys, you know, we're crying on the inside, but on the outside, we try to be tough as nails. I think women cry on the outside too. I don't think they. I mean, you know, they run for the ice cream and stuff like that. Guys, just we. We try to not to, we wait till we're alone. So it wouldn't happen while we're, we wouldn't happen during the roast or anything So you'd like laugh, that. you'd have a great time, you'd go home and you'd, you'd make your bed a, a puddle of tears. Right. Uh, one of the stories- He's going to lay down in a bed of roses. Right. The, one of the stories Here. I heard from a roast was uh, Whitney Cummings. She had done one of the Comedy Central roasts and Lisa Lampanelli was there. And like afterwards they were in the bathroom crying and they're like, why do we do this? And, you know, because like people just real, and I mean, Lisa Lampanelli, they really- really went after her hard and then she laughs and claps her hands when she's there and it looks like it doesn't bother but then she's in the bathroom crying that would make me feel bad i I love roasts i love roast humor but the question is are they that bad at podcast movement are they that brutal jessica did a really really good job i i didn't think any of the other roasters were did that well to be you didn't think christy was funny Mm -hmm. You may need to rewatch. Well, that. roasting is mean. It's it's funny mean. Yeah, it wasn't really. She funny. was so fucking funny. I probably peed my pants really? like four times before I had to. Yes. The person that was the master of ceremonies was the un- most unfunny person that they could have got. That to was do that. Diane. Yeah, she was horrible. She, I thought she was funny. Mm, not really. You know, everybody had a a one or two good joke or something like that. I mean, again, they're not comedians. They're not roasters. It's not really right. in their forte. So maybe that's the key to it. To, if you did it a podcast movement, these aren't people who are good at it anyway. So you right. might as well let them take a shot. They're not. Yeah. I mean, what could they do? I mean, to be honest with you. But Bruce Willis got paid. Yeah, I guess. This is not a paid gig yeah, for you. Or did they give it to charity, you think? No, Something I think like. he took it. I think when you're when Trump was roasted, he was paid to do that, to sit there, to put up. with. They pay you for that. So... Yeah, maybe not put yourself out there unless you feel you're going to gain in some way your business, your podcast growth, your advertise, whatever it is, unless there's something in it for you. I can't imagine why you would put yourself out there for it. Don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. I'm not famous enough to be roasted or no one cares about me enough to roast me or I haven't, I don't have the credentials. I don't want to hear the nasty shit people have to say about me. I already think it about myself. I don't need your fucking help bringing me down. I got it. I got this, people. I got this. Okay. I'll take myself down. I don't need I don't need you. It's really weird to hear somebody else say. I guess as comedians, it is the most it is a big tribute to have other comedians roast you. It's almost like uh, being made in the mafia. Maybe. Yeah, I can see I can see that, but still It's a rite of passage where you have enough comedians that care enough about you to just make you feel like a piece of shit. Right, because they're all with you, and they've been through it, and right. they're exactly. And you've probably done it to them, so yeah. So podcast doing it the podcast is almost like beating a baby seal with a stick. It's not really. It's yeah. just mean. Yeah, it's just mean. It's just, just being plain mean. mean. Why be mean? So maybe not. 
maybe, maybe not. Yeah. All righty then. Wrap it up, slip it, rub it down. Oh no! So have we? Is that come my line? To the end of today's today's arrangement. John, John, was that my line? Yes, it is. Okay, I was just making sure I knew. Yeah, we did have that debate of the worst smells, but you don't want to talk about it. Oh yeah. But I'll tell you, I only started this conversation because I sat in a room of dog fart and I wanted to kill myself. So one dog uh, fart or multiple dogs farting? Well, I'm going to say it was two out of the three who left me farts because it was two distinctly different horrors that rushed my face and made me plug in those Bath and Body Works um, wallflowers. Right. I'm like, I need refills. <laughs> like I lost my mind. Yeah. It was... I was hit from two sides. And then, and then Stuart has the nerve to walk in the room and say, whoa, <laughs> like, like I'm the one who left right. that carnage. And I'm like, save me. But you disagreed with me. You said there are much worse smells than that. Go ahead, Jess. What was your first? A worse smell than dog farts is probably garbage on a hot day outside of a restaurant. Garbage juice. That's what I called it. Walking from my apartment to my job in the city. I would smell garbage juice. That's kind of gross. I think dog farts worse. What else you got? No. Um, rotten eggs or eggs. Nope. Or just not not even close. Eggs. I got the I got it. I got the best yeah. one. Put us out of our misery. So uh I guess Vomit. when I was twenty six years old, Is a worse. friend of mine uh, was moving out of her apartment building, and she needed help. So three or four of us went over there to move her. Okay. And we walked it's up the- It's a dead animal. It's a dead animal. We know, walked up the steps, and as soon as we got to the steps, I was hit with this pungent oh, odor no. that was almost, which made me wince. It actually made me physically wince. And I was like, is that your apartment? And they go, no, it's across the, the way. And I go, what's- Dead body. It's a dead body. It was a dead body. Yes! <laughs> and the dead body God. was there for two weeks. Help us. So the smell of a dead body that was in the heat for two weeks, because this was the summertime, was so pungent that when you walked up, it was almost like walking into an invisible wall of stench that would stop you. And so what we had to do to get her out of there was we had to take Vicks Vapor Rub and rub it under, put it under our noses and breathe through our noses so we didn't smell... Do you think Yankee Candle has a candle that smells like that? What, dead body? Yeah. No. no I've never yeah. smelt anything worse. And the fact was, I was like, well, who lives there? And they said, well, it's the Live. old guy. And, they, and it must be trash. I said, I, I, that's not trash. So they Bye. called somebody and they found out it was they were dead in there. And they had been dead in there no for two weeks. No fucking way. What does it smell like? It is... It, <sighs> Dog farts and it has an, juice. It, I, if I could put a smell to it, it has like an oily yeah. smell where it, it won't go away. Like I was smelling it like three days later. It got on your clothes. I threw the clothes that I had on that day out because you could wash it. And when you smelled, it still smelled like dead body. It was the craziest thing. If I could put a, uh, if I could try to describe the smell, it was like a, a uh, Okay, well, again, this is same kind of thing, but it would be the same thing. It would be like taking a uh, couple packages of chicken, putting them in a cooler with no ice, shutting the lid, leaving it for two weeks, and then opening the lid and having that waft out and hit you. Bad chicken. Bad chicken, which is what happened to me on ta at Taco Bell. I got bad, bad chicken. chicken. So, well, you had, you know what? It's payback for the chicken rubbing that you gave that that's dog. That's right. 
That's right. Yeah, chicken rubbing. I gave the dog a chicken rubbing, and then I, I got chicken rubbed. So, yeah. You got chicken rubbed. That's a terrible story, though, I must say. Oh, it was gross. hard. Because I walked up. Like I said, you, Truly you got up the steps, and then you walked forward, and it just hit you like a punch. And I've never had anything punch me like that before, which is crazy. It sounds dreadful. It was yeah. horrible. And I said, how did you live My like this? And God. they said, I, you know, I don't even smell it anymore. I'm like... Are you hard of smelling? How the hell can you not hear that or smell that? That's my that? favorite Seinfeld joke. Remember he had that car that was smelled like B.O.? And they said, <laughs> yes. and he, he just had to like throw it away after all. But they said, he's Fantastic. like, do you smell that? And Elaine goes, what am I, hard of smelling? Yes. <laughs> I remember that's so awesome. It was a great yes. episode. It was a great episode. Awful. Uh, B.O., right. it, it doesn't episode. leave you. Um, all right, so we all have experienced smelling. horrible smells. Hey, dear listener, if there's a smell that we missed that you think is fucking gross, please let us know. Write us. Yes. We would What's love to hear from smell? you. What is your worst smell? I think vomit, although the dead body is probably not cool. Yeah, the, <laughs> the dead body would be dead body. And I mean, I'm telling you. You might win because I can't even fathom how bad that is. It's... Like I said, it you, there's not even a, like I can't say it smells like uh, dead body, man. Yeah, dead body. like farts and yeah. something. It's not like yeah. dog farts. And what was yours, Jessica? Garbage juice. Uh, uh, garbage juice. Garbage like juice. Like if you had a dog fart in well, garbage juice like... and then heated it up, that would still be not as bad as what that smells like. I I, I felt uh. like I smelled the inside of their intestines when they farted on me. I was like, um. And what was great was I smelled it, and then I hear the other dog go. Oh, and I'm like, oh, oh no, damn. oh no, it's coming, oh no! And so I was like, I know what the inside of my animal smells like because guess what? It's outside now. Oy. So yeah, oh. it's it's br- it's brutal. Yeah, Dogs are gross. So terrible. So yeah, terrible. Everybody so terrible. get a dog. It's great. Everybody, everybody should have one. Nobody should have three, but everybody should have one. That's so terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. let us know what the worst smell is, please. Yes, I can't wait to find out. And do me a favor. If you have a friend who has a phone and is going to the bathroom, pick up their phone. Use their phone to subscribe to our podcast on their phone. It's a sneak attack, and they'll thank you later. Yes, that's a wonderful idea. Commit some kind of Nothing wrong with sneaky it. Sneaky fraud. Yes, yeah, sneaky All fraud. Right. I like sneaky fraud. Other than that, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Podshell and the Nutcast. Um, You can find our show notes at brilliantobservations.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Listen Brilliant. Can you find us on Facebook at Listen Brilliant too? I believe you can. You sure can at Brilliant Observations. Um, And to email us, please send an email to brilliantobservations at gmail.com. We cannot wait to hear from you. What do you think? Are you a stayer and a recorder or are you a lever and a goer a wash your hands and run kind of girl like me yes like <laughs> melissa tell me what you think um thank you guys so much for listening thank Thanks, you to guys. melissa and john for showing up and being hilarious as always welcome back bye bye, bye.